Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. It's not going to end this, by the way. Press this pause. Uh, hi, friends. Welcome to the NBS Guide to Life with me, Bangs Naban, in London. Me. You're in London. Are you yeah. sure? I'm almost certain. Yeah, physically you're there. Mm. Um, and me, do you remember me? My name's Lamara. I'm not in New York. I'm in Detroit. What's yeah. up? Oh, all the things. All Listen. the things. Oof. So we've been absent Oof. for a while, friends. You might have been noticed. a bit MIA. We've been, been a absent. bit incognito, folks. We're going to explain that in a minute. We're going yes. to do some, some good shit and bullshit for you first. Um, right. Yeah, let's get into what we normally do. Yeah. Um, if y'all still remember, but uh, bangs. Yeah. Good shit, bullshit. This week I'm gonna call good shit on London and summer and carnival and good vibes. Just the lead up to that, I've just kind of been feeling it this week, and you know, good vibes coming from good people. You know, there's an energy at the moment that I'm kind of feeling that I just enjoy. You know, when you just vibrate off people's yeah good kind of feels that they send you yeah i've been riding high off that the past few weeks and um that's kind of been keeping me going through a particularly difficult time so i'm i'm calling good shit on that wicked i on a vibe level i think it it relates equally i'm calling good shit um on the city of detroit I've been here for a few days. I would like it to be a few days more, but this is time permitted. And I'm calling good shit on community, pride, protectiveness, understanding, deep and thoughtful insight, and um, general love. Um, It's been a real experience on many, many levels to be here for one, to talk to some phenomenal people um and these are the things that have come through the conversations that i'm just going to call good amazing epic shit on uh pride love resistance passion people of this city boom that's me bro and then fist in the air raise that fist bro fist in the air i love it fist in the air with them things i love the sound Um, of the vibe of detroit i'm kind of feeling that yeah yeah man um bullshit (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna let you go because i know that we're gonna call bullshit on the same thing so go ahead oh i'm just sitting here twi- like gleefully tapping my fingers together so people 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 my mum always told me as a child um and still as an adult never to lie never ever to lie she actually always says mum um lamara liars become thieves I don't know why, but that's her, her summation. Um, also, remember the tale of Pinocchio? Mm. Little boy who lied. Didn't his nose grow? Mm. And all of that shit. I'm calling bullshit on liars and one and a few in particular. So we talk about good vibes. Run up to carnival at the moment. 
Brazil's huge fucking sporting competition going on called the Olympics. Mm. I've been literally glued to my screen at every moment, watching all the brilliance that's going on there. Brazil as a city to host the Olympics has not been an easy feat. Um, it's really interesting for me, actually, being in Detroit and understanding um, the fabric of the city here and the people and the adversity they have had to come over because of what people label their city as and then watching stuff on Rio and understanding the context of Rio. Um, so when you're an outsider, when you are... <coughs> I guess, and I put that in inverted commas, of a nation to come and do your thing. There's a certain amount of respect you should give to that city, which somehow <laughs> Ryan Locked and the whole US swimming Olympic team totally forgot mm. on levels of fuckery, which I like, you know, if you don't know this story, get to know this story. Lying never pays off in any feat, right? But to go to the city and to lie and to fabricate he says embellish or fabricate an incident which really didn't ever happen or transpire now the way we know it to have transpired. It's such a misdemeanor and just bloody out of boredom, guys. Like, what happened was, what happened was, um, news broke that four Olympic swimmers had been held up at gunpoint in a gas station in Brazil. Shock, shock, horror. People who are clickbaiters, people who wanted something like this to happen in Brazil were like, Yep, knew it. This is why we shouldn't have never had this here, guys. And the bad PR that it, it stimulated since then and kind of distracting from a lot of the good that's going on in the games came to the forefront. Call it intuition. I had a little niggle in my chest that, mm, I don't think we're getting the whole nine here, guys. I don't mm. think we're getting the full story. Two twos, it transpires. Nothing like that really happened. Yes, there was a gun drawn, as we've seen from CCTV footage. But we've also seen this dickhead vandalise a gas station with his mates, urinate on things, act a damn fool because he thinks he can. And you know you know why he thinks he can, bang? Remember that little thing we were talking about, white privilege, a few mm-hmm. weeks ago? Oh, that's why he can. Loud and proud in that motherfucker right there. Right? Mm. Uh, what is it with fucking US Olympic swimmers? I'm just well, some of them, the white men, just yeah. non-famous or famous. Catch that as you will. Um, and that's how it transpired. So Brazil police are like, uh, nah, mate. Don't try it. It's not how it goes. Down. Don't try a thing. Yeah. Yank his breath into a plane. He flees. And now what I was watching yesterday is an interview on NBC where he feels to still beat around the bush and very, very PR, very coerced, very prompted, explain the new situation event because you, your lie has come to be what it is, a lie, in the worst way through CCTV footage, right? And just people doing a damn job correctly and saying, no, you're wrong, this didn't go down like this. And then to see him cry and to see him... He'll say he's brought his country to disrepute. What about what you've done to Brazil so far, fam? Mm. And it's like, you know, I can only speculate and assume from afar how it relates and how the people of Brazil have taken this. There's, I think, pieces up and around which I haven't had a time to delve into yet. But that, I call bullshit on that on so many levels of going somewhere and not respecting the locale and the culture and the people, of lying and telling the worst fib that could destruct 
goodness that's being done and the reputation that is semi-tarnished already for your white privilege in its abundance right now, which means you can have the time and the floor to go on TV and talk and, and act remorseful, but not really be remorseful because you really don't give a shit. You didn't then, you didn't now. Yeah, and that's, for I think, conversations after you. I think yeah, yeah that watching watching his thing that I'm not even going to call yeah. it an apology because that's not what it was but the main oh, vibe the is just he looks actually more annoyed at the fact that oh we're still talking about this like it's not that big a deal guys like come, come on. on um I was immature and it's so interesting as well Rang's like the other layer of the language I don't know how old this dude is he's not googleable anymore to me He's 32 he's in, years old and he's immature mm how are you immature at 30? The fact that they were referring to these dudes as kids is like, shut the fuck kids. up. They're not. They're adults who know better. Men, you're grown men, right? Without, you know, let's not dissect my masculinity here, but let's know manners and let's be better, right? Let's be respectful. But you don't have to do that at a stage and stature you're on. So I've given you, like, the whole backstory, guys, but that's what I call bullshit on massively like all of those things which i outlined it's just yeah Mm, mm. he would have won himself a lot more fans if he'd have just had the ability to be like after all was said and done he got found out if he'd have just had the ability to be like you know what yep caught out i was completely in the wrong i just it was stupid of me completely stupid i was really disrespectful this is what actually happened how do you have just been honest about it but he keeps trying to justify the situation beat around the bush and whatever it's like mate no you were wrong like wrong is wrong wrong. just admit it is wrong just admit it like but now you're fucking your career actually keep going because you fucked your career completely so keep going bro because it's okay you you ain't gonna work after this you ain't gonna work after this so yeah good luck to you friend yeah, and that's a cosign. That's both called bullshit on. <laughs> yes, I do also call bullshit on that. Um, so, so yeah. Guys don't, yeah, we don't we don't have a show today because um, we kind of want to explain our high Oh, that's a weird word for me to say at nine twenty five in the morning. But our hiatus previously and to come. Um, knock knock. Remember that thing called life that we're living in, and rears its head and reminds us daily that we're living and breathing creatures and entities. And at times we deal with real shit. Um, we're both going through that at that moment. Um, yeah. yeah, bangs. So yeah. I'm going to try and do this bit without crying. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who follow me on social media, you'll know this anyway. But uh, basically, on July the 25th my beloved dog Stringer Bell got diagnosed with advanced lymphoma and was given only a couple of months to live. <sighs> Hang on. <laughs> I'm going to be able to say it. I can say it. I can say it. Um, so in light of that, obviously um, life goes on in one sense, but Stringer is clearly a huge part of my life. Um, like I do everything with Stringer, like he comes with me everywhere. Um, so just the past few weeks have been kind of a lot of vet visits, a lot of money, um, trying to get his medication right and the diagnosis and sorting all of that out um, for for the outcome to be what we know it's going to be, right? Like there's, unfortunately, it is what it is, it's terminal, like you can't, same with in humans 
cancer can hit anybody at any time. It's the same with animals and it sucks just as much. And I appreciate if you're not a dog owner or if you haven't had a pet before, this whole diatribe I'm giving you right now probably sounds really ridiculous and stupid, but um, hopefully those of you who are dog owners will understand how painful it is to go through something like this. Um, So obviously for me... um, I I do a number of things career-wise in my life Um, and time is of a kind of limited resource for me and Sundays are really the only day that I have free. Sundays happen to be also the day that Lamar and I record these podcasts and unfortunately we deal with a time difference as well, her being in America, me being here. Um, We talk for a couple of hours doing the podcast, I then edit it afterwards and upload it and so essentially it's kind of my whole day every Sunday is spent doing this podcast which I love doing but at the same time at this particular time um, I'm really short on time in every sense and just kind of want to spend any free time I have with my dog and making sure that my dog has the best kind of life that I can give him to the end whenever the end is going to be we don't know they gave him a couple months could be longer i'm hoping he's a medical miracle and he's going to survive it all um he's responding well to, he's responding well to the medication so far the vets are pleased with that but we just don't know right like it's just uh, essentially i'm told he's just gonna deteriorate and then at some point have a vet visit that he's not gonna come home from so I kind of need to, I need to take the, I need to have my Sundays to just be with my dog, which I know sounds like probably a really silly thing. Don't you dare apologize for that. (laughs) Sorry. Don't dare. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. If you, in whatever way you know or, connect with bands digitally on real life like Stringer is the apex of her life and has touched so many people thus far that knowing that apologizing for you doing this is not warranted we've previously spoken like it nothing beats this right now do not apologize for this. There's no excuse to be made. We're very polite and we're saying, hey, like we haven't been speaking to you for a while, but that you want to apologize for this is this is the action you want to do from this. I don't I don't I don't want to hear. Okay. Because I love you both too much. Aww, you know? That. Um there's there's no apology needed for that. I think it put for me a lot of things in perspective this news talking to you everything to do around this that sometimes we need to apologize less for sticky moments in our lives Mm. i read like a little meme comic the other day when it was just like someone had drawn something and a girl was like oh i'm really sorry it's been like half an hour talking about my feelings and it was like a caption like don't apologize for how you feel in that way just say thank you you know And I think there's ways in which we, I don't know, 
I can't think of the word I want to say about the act of an apology in this moment, but where it's not needed and when we should just speak and be unashamed in our emotion. I think there's greater empathy yielded off that. So I don't want you to apologize for this. Okay. I take the apology me, back. <laughs> um, take, that, take that back. I take the you apology got a back. Um, right. So that's, that's, yeah, that's where we are at. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at some point, the podcast will be back. I can't really say when at this point. I just, um, you know, obviously... I don't want anyone to read deep into it and think there's issues with Lamar and I's friendship or anything like that. It's absolutely well, nothing yeah, to do I'm, with that. I'm on, we're live with it. It's issues, fam. Yeah, let's talk about the issues. <laughs> um, so it's absolutely nothing to do with that. I love Lamar to death. I love having conversations with her every week. Um, I love doing this podcast. But I also, sometimes you just kind of have to realise, like, and I think that's what it is for me, I'm just doing too many things. And I have to, my focus has to be on this particular thing right now because if it wasn't and you know I just continue on as we've been continuing on and then you know my little dude's not here anymore I'm going to regret that a lot you know that I didn't um, spend that time and make every moment as comfortable and happy for him as I can so at some point we'll be back with our good shit and bullshit and all of that and our various rants about various things um we just I can't really give you a timeline on that right now but no worries you know obviously follow us both on social media and all of that you you can still get your fix of Bangs and Lamara in various other ways most deaf yeah and then also like as um as an aside you know like it's made me think of the attention you need to pay to yourself or those that you love close and dear you said something there you haven't got enough time there's the prioritizing and you need to focus on one thing maybe we should focus on we should all focus on one thing a bit more Mm. you know um yeah it really makes me think of that of how we're stretching ourselves thin for whatever goal yeah whatever that goal is right um and the process that is and how much energy that takes up for good or or for worse, but focus and time and one single thing is where we should start focus like refocusing our energies too. So you're not doing the wrong thing. I don't think so. Thanks, In fact, honey. I know so. I know so. Thanks, honey. So yes. I got you. I'm hugging in my laptop. Hugging. Because I miss you. Virtual I miss you so I miss you too. <sighs> okay. So right. When Trump comes, I'll be back real soon. So don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> Word. He wants the black vote now, so you know. All the, he wants every Trump. single... He wants the vote of every Bro, single African-American. I can't, I can't vote. <laughs> but you've got to tell all the black people there. You've got to tell them they, that he wants all of their votes. So, he must have them because they've been so terribly done by, by the Democrats. So Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Next. This man never looked at a statistic in his life, has he? Like, anyway. man never looked in the, his headpiece, but I could go... Anyway, next. Let's move um, on. As is customary fashion. Yeah. Short and sweet, to the point... This is what I'll go on with us. But as in customary fashion, we end with words of wisdom, words to live by. Um, I'm going to go first. Go. Because they're like, it's not even like, yeah, they're words, but it's in the form of a question. 
been asking this people um people this question lately of late um if you had 10,000 hours to become a master or an expert or a professional in one thing what would you use those 10,000 hours for i got an answer yesterday which just really slowed me down listening there's a tendency i think with a question like that and it's very much connected in light of what we're saying to do 20 million things to learn a language to become you know a master of something to learn how to do a, a backflip as someone asked me to do there's a tendency to do an activity that shows energy and shows force and there's nothing wrong with that but to spend 10,000 hours listening either to yourself or to someone else is so quite as powerful, you know? And I've always operated off the belief, again, another motherism. God gave you two ears and one mouth. You should listen more than you talk. So listening to yourself, to the person you're with, to your body, or to what you need to do, I think ties into the focus and the attention um, that we need to apply to one uh, single thing. So it's not really a quote, but I would either ask yourself that question or ask someone you know that question, what would you do with 10,000 hours? But the response to listen, mm. I think is proper dope. I concur. Yeah, that's me. Over okay, to you. So mine are, I saw this post was shared on Facebook this morning and I'm going to cut it real short, but it's about an old lady in a bookshop who ended up, there was a student, a young student behind her buying textbooks and she bought the textbooks for the boy, like 400 plus dollars worth of textbooks, anything else he needed. She ended up buying them for the boy. Um, and it's the, um, the cashier who's kind of posted this story on Facebook and saying how much it moved her. And apparently the old lady shared this little gem as she was doing it. Um, because obviously everybody was saying, oh, this is so awesome of you to do. And the old woman said, it's important to be kind. You can't know all the times that you've hurt people in tiny, significant ways. It's easy mm. to be cruel without meaning to be. There's nothing you can do about that. But you can choose to be kind. Be kind. And I just can't, like, that. I'm all about that, basically. And that's something that I think as I get older... I'm learning to acknowledge more the ways in which I both intentionally and unintentionally hurt people and trying to kind of watch my mouth and be conscious mm. of that and choose kindness in moments, even when it's difficult to do that. And the more I do that, the more I kind of see good vibes spread more. So I think um, that just really spoke to me and kind of confirms a thought process that I've been going through a lot recently myself anyway. So those are my words of wisdom. Awesomes, awesomeness, awesome source. All right, friends. So, so yeah, follow, you can follow me on social media at bangs and a bun everywhere on all the things. Um, <laughs> I exist on Twitter at lemon underscore P. That's, that's really me, mate. Like, yeah, at me in it. So yeah, follow us and then, you know, 
one maybe we'll just pop up one day and just do another podcast out of nowhere yeah um, in that time so. uh send bangs flowers oh. her with kindness send her good gym <laughs> um gem um take string on a walking day if you wanna yeah he's ridiculously adorable he is and he's um, been such a g so much He's like a human. Let's not even get into the levels. Yes. Um, and also, send us topics at us. We're still here, um, even if we're not here, kind of. Oh, my God, sorry. I just had to clap because the fly was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh, that bro, was... Airbnb, Airbnb's the worst. But also, Let me tell you my Airbnb while black story next week or another time, guys. But, Peace. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that quick reaction time because that was something special. Um, <laughs> but yes, anyway, be kind to people. Be nice. Spread good vibes. Thank you, guys. Laters. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.